getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. It's 8.21, you are with the JSB. And uh, on the line we have Jackie May. She's the founder of something called Twig, which focuses on sustainable fashion. It's an interesting one because I recently heard an interview where they were saying that the amount of washing clothes is putting tiny microfibers into our water systems, which uh, looks to be close on millions and millions and millions of down jackets being washed away in the sea. That's the amount of tiny microfibers. Jackie, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, how are you? Good morning. Good morning to your listeners. Good morning and thank you for joining us. Jackie, talk to us about uh, the focus of FIG with regards to sustainable and ethical practice when it comes to the fashion environment. Um, yeah, so that's very, um, we've been doing this for a few years. We launched Twig thinking that we would focus on everything sustainable and for some reason, we've kind of put quite a lot of focus on clothing because it is so interesting. And at the time, we had no idea what impact clothing and and textiles had on the planet. And also the very unethical practices that are involved with getting clothes onto our bodies, which we are totally unaware of mostly. Yeah. But thanks to, you know, fashion revolution and a lot of organizations around the world, more and more of this is coming to light. So um, it's been a very interesting journey. Um, discover, I just heard you talking about the microfibers. I mean, the microfiber story is, is astonishing. <laughs> and what, what's recently come out is not only when you wash, but actually when we wear clothes, we are shaking a lot of microfibers into the environment, which we, I mean, I don't know if you, I mean, when you see the sunlight through a room, sometimes you see all those dust particles. Yeah. A lot of that is like plastic that's coming off our clothing. That we, as we move, we're rubbing, rubbing, rubbing these these microfibers off the clothes everywhere. You, you mentioned that it would be plastic that's coming off in terms of microfibers. I suppose the question that one has to ask, what if it is natural fibers? So if I'm wearing a cotton shirt and, there's, and I wash it and then there are these tiny fibers that go out, are those bad as well? Well, you know, in theory not, but it depends on what dyes and what finishes have been used on the textile yeah. to create you know, a wearable you know, the, the, the softness is often caused or created by by a finish yeah. that that is then then chemical. It depends on what those are, but obviously we're mostly worried about the plastic microfibers because they end up in the ocean. And yeah. as you know, I mean that's really that's been a very topical issue at the moment, and what that's doing to to our natural environment and all the living animals and creatures in the sea. Yeah. So yeah, plastic is the main concern. But as you say, I mean. Yeah, what the you know natural fibers are what we're hoping people will use more and more of, but yeah. it's expensive, and yeah. you know isn't it that ironic? What you do with it? Yeah, <laughs> I said, isn't that ironic that the natural fibers are more expensive than the ones that yeah. are man-made? Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about the nominations for the Twig Sustainable Fashion Awards 2020. The nominations are open. Who are you looking for to enter these awards? So we're looking for designers, fashion designers, um, people who make clothes, who are conscious of of um, of what they're doing and who are trying to reduce the impact of the clothing on the environment. So we've got a few categories which address different aspects of clothing. So we, we completely understand that there's no such thing as 100% sustainable. That's just, you know, impossible. If you're going to do 100% sustainable fashion, you would be doing nothing. And you would be, we'd be walking with no, we'd be walking around with no clothes on. 
So we're looking for people who are doing innovative things with their fabric and with their material. So that could be they're either doing finding something new or developing a new textile or they're using fabrics that in, a, in an innovative way. So upcycling, for instance, or weaving something from, from um, waste fabric, weaving something new. They could be using um, natural dye techniques. Um, so that's the one category. The other category, which is quite an interesting one, is transseasonal, which is designing clothes that are of such high quality that you don't need to replace them or clothes that don't go out of season, out of fashion, because that's the big issue. Trends and trend-driven fashion is, 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 I mean, you know what that means. That means we just keep changing our clothes because we want to keep up with fashion, and that's terribly wasteful. And we also have a retail award, which, you know, if you look at what's happening in, in this space, uh, there's a lot of emphasis on rentals and second-hand, um, especially since we're in second-hand September at the moment. So there are lots of fabulous new um, stores and online stores selling secondhand clothes and promoting rental, which is very exciting. Um, then one of one of another category is uh, the Nicholas Coots Award, and Nicholas Coots was a young designer who tragically died at very young um, last year. So in honour of him and his work, we called this Nicholas Coots Award, and he had a very beautiful way of working with um, artisanal crafts and um, techniques. So weaving and embroidery and and kind of focusing on what the hand does in, in making our clothes. So that's what the Nicholas Coots Award celebrates. Um, then we've got a student award. Um, and then one of the, the big awards, we're not looking for nominations for this, is the Change Maker Award, which will be the overall winner who gets the most score, the highest scores from the judges. Um, and we also have an influencer award. Um, yeah, so there are lots of different categories to, to nominate yourself for, to nominate somebody else for. Um, and we're looking for we're looking for lots, you know, talent that not doesn't necessarily we're obviously looking for the mainstream names. Um, people have been doing really interesting things during lockdown. And we're also trying to find those hidden talents that we don't and who who we want to 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 our audiences and to South Africa and to consumers. Jackie, um, I will go to the deadlines, etc. I know that that they're pretty soon for this for the for the entries. Mm-hmm. I'm just interested in what you said about trend-driven fashion, and I was wondering if during COVID and the lockdown, whether we'd seen a shift in that. I mean, I've always been joking with my friends and saying, if I'd known we were going to be locked down for five months, I would have bought shares in the sportswear and leisure wear environment and I'm sure I would have done extremely well for myself but on a more serious note have we seen fashion shifting over that time maybe in terms of the design but also potentially in terms of what you're saying about people um, using clothing for longer and not necessarily feeling like they have to buy every season every week etc. I think there's been a lot of introspection and I think you know in some like Gucci at the beginning of of this period announced that they would only be doing two shows and two collections a year rather than I think somebody said somewhere that they're now 52 seasons a year which oh. is a lot yeah. um, I mean with all the we... different fashion shows there's like a real drive to get new stuff out all the time yeah. but I think there's been a, a backlash um, and I guess I mean I, I don't think it's just me thinking that there definitely has with big labels um, uh, um kind of calling for a slowdown of, yeah. of fashion weeks. And there definitely has been a lot of introspection around this. 
I mean, as you say, I mean, how many, um, you know, I've been wearing the same clothes for six months. I mean, I can, you know, one, one it goes into the wash and then I put the other outfit on <laughs> when it comes out of the wash. So, yes, I mean, it's also, you know, how much of our clothing have we been actually wearing? I mean, once we start going out, which is now, it's quite nice to open your cupboard and look and see what you haven't worn for five, six months yeah. and yeah. rediscover what you've got already. So I think, yes, I think there's been a really... You know, people who are thinking fashion and, and who do work in the space have been thinking about it very carefully. Yeah. Closing, Jackie, uh, how do people enter? Give us the details. Okay, all the information is on my website or our website, twig.co.za. That's T-W-Y-G.co.za. It's a very easy process. You just need to send us photographs and all your personal details and website details and then write a motivation of why... You, um, you you nominating yourself or that brand for that particular category. Um, and I just need to say that we have got fantastic sponsors, Petco, which is a, a, a plastic recycling organization, and Country Road has come on board this year um, and really we're very grateful. And um, Country Road's got some very exciting plans for the Twig Awards and Twig winners. It's 8.30. That's Jackie May. You can go onto the website, twig.co.za. It's Zoe time.